The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Star Wars 7x7, episode 630. Today we look at another faction within the Star Wars universe and speculate on what episode 8 might hold in store for it. And today it's the Galactic Empire. Yeah, you heard me. Punch it, Chewie. Hi, this is Trisha Barr, author of Ultimate Star Wars and host of Fangirls Going Rogue. And you're listening to Star Wars 7x7, the only daily Star Wars podcast. Hey Rebel Rouser, welcome to Star Wars 7x7. I'm your host Alan Voivod, and I got to thinking about Star Wars and the Star Wars movies and what happens when you sort of up the ante on things. And of course, Return of the Jedi upped the ante on the original Star Wars by having a Death Star that was bigger than the first one. It was you know newer, larger, more destructive, all that fun stuff. And even though it was half finished, it could still shoot lasers that would destroy capital ships. And The Force Awakens was a step up even on that, you know, when they showed the graphic inside the Resistance base, what the uh, Death Star looked like compared to Starkiller base, how tiny it was. And so, yeah, it still followed that action movie convention. And so now we are faced with a sequel with Episode Eight, And what could they possibly do to top Starkiller base and the introduction of the First Order in Episode Seven? And by they, I mean Ryan Johnson and Kathleen Kennedy and J.J. Abrams and all the creatives that are helping to craft the story of Episode Eight and this trilogy in general. So I'm sure you've seen enough action movies and enough action movie sequels to be down with the idea of doubling the number of enemies that you get in your sequels. So perhaps you're not fighting against one main force, but two different forces coming to bear on the good guys. And if we were to apply standard action movie logic to Episode Eight, there really is only one villain that makes sense that they could bring back, or at least one villainous group, I should say, and that is the Galactic Empire. Now, I know this could be a bit of a long shot, but bear with me, why don't we? Because there's no indication that the Empire is, in fact, dead per se. What we do know is that there was a galactic concordance signed after the Battle of Jakku, about a year after the Battle of Endor, and it provided for punishing reparations, as it's put by the Star Wars The Force Awakens Visual Dictionary, and also required the remnants of the Empire to stay within certain predefined boundary limits, or treaty areas, in the core and interim worlds, and they also had to relinquish control of Coruscant. Now, there was also stuff about no creating new stormtrooper units, no manufacturing any new fleets or anything like that. So it was, quote-unquote, defanged as an organization. Or at least this is what the makers of the new Star Wars movies want us to believe. But we do know that from the Force Awakens Visual Dictionary, and this is a direct quote, the old empire withered away after the punishing reparations and disarmament treaties and all this stuff, withered away, becoming a remnant of political hardliners locked in a cold war with the New Republic before eventually breaking away to reform in the unknown regions as the mysterious First Order. 
Now, that does seem to suggest in a way, I guess if you read it one way, that the Empire does not exist anymore and that anybody who is anybody in the Empire has jumped ship, basically, (laughs) for lack of a better way of putting it, and headed off into the unknown regions to join up with the First Order and to help build it up as a new force in the galaxy. Now, the First Order was able to hide in the unknown regions and do all of this incredible, you know, shipyard production and manufacturing of weapons and armor and recruitment of new personnel in the unknown regions and all this sort of thing. But we haven't considered the possibility that the Empire could do this, too. And it's probably able to be watched a lot more closely by the New Republic. So maybe under the New Republic's watchful eye, it never had a chance to start rebuilding its military in any any fashion. But with the terrible blow suffered by the New Republic at the hands of the First Order and Starkiller Base, what is to stop the Empire from becoming resurgent again? In fact, what is the possibility that Supreme Leader Snoke could not only be the mysterious leader of the First Order, but also the mysterious leader of the old Galactic Empire? But we can go a step further even and speculate as to whether Supreme Leader Snoke is actually trying to help the Empire become resurgent just as at the same time he's helping the First Order get up on its feet and start to see some serious action. With the idea of all this being that they become the hammer and the anvil and the New Republic and the Resistance end up getting smashed by them. So ultimately this comes down to a couple of questions, one of which being... If the Empire becomes resurgent, how long will it take to become a credible threat to the Resistance? And the answer could be not very long at all, especially when you look at the funding for the Empire and the First Order. And the fact that the two main companies, so here we go into military-industrial complex, Blastech Industries and Mersan Munitions, they spun off a corporation into the unknown regions to serve the First Order and skirt around all of the treaties and the Galactic Concordance and all that. So what's to stop them for ramping something up if Supreme Leader Snoke gets the Empire to rise again? And heck, maybe it doesn't have to be Snoke. Maybe it has to be Benicio Del Toro's character, whoever that's going to turn out to be. And the other question is, is it possible that a resurgent empire could have been building its fleet and its trooper base in secret over the last 10 years or so before The Force Awakens? That is possibly a really dicey proposition. So... I think it's a long shot. I think it's a tough road to hoe for the Empire to come back in Episode Eight, but I definitely don't think it's out of the realm of possibility. And I'd love to hear what you think about that. Chime into the comments at the blog post for this show's episode at sw7x7.com. Hey, Rebel Rouser. You're listening to this podcast. Maybe you'd like to listen to a Star Wars story, too. Luckily, we've got just the thing for you. We've partnered with Audible to give you a free download and a free 30-day trial of their awesome service. All you got to do is go to audibletrial.com SW7X7 to sign up and get your free download. They've got dozens of Star Wars titles, anything you want to do to explore that galaxy far, far away. One more time for you, audibletrial.com SW7X7. Okie dokie, a little bit of trivia here for you. You might need this. Last time we asked you when we first get to see Finn's face in The Force Awakens, and that is inside one of the troop transports in a hangar bay in the finalizer. This is, of course, after the attack on Jakku. Today's question, there's a bright yellow droid that specializes in dealing with cargo for the Resistance, and I want you to tell me what that droid's name is. Thanks for listening to another episode of Star Wars 7x7. And hey, 
Before you follow Obi-Wan on some idealistic crusade, check out SW7x7.com for show notes, links, photos, videos, and more. And if you like what you've been hearing, support the podcast at patreon.com SW7x7. It's not a mind trick, it's Destiny Unleashed. This podcast is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox, and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars-related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2016 Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.